Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 Show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a... I can't even say it's been a good week here. Mm. It's been a week. April 3rd, 1998, and our basement is flooded. Yeah, it's not fun. It is not fun times. We've got a drain clogged, I think, and flooding in the basement. Yeah, the house house doesn't smell good. No. It's very sad. We've got plumbers coming tomorrow, hopefully to remedy the situation. Fingers crossed. Right. Uh, the remedy, you know. Anyway, so. <laughs> I don't know. You don't? I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so confused. You are? <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, speaking of the remedy, uh, the remedy for the blues is listening to us talk about this episode of 90210, uh, what was it? It's um, we interrupt this program. I don't remember the name of the episode. I believe it's we interrupt this program because they're on CUTV. It's the episode about Donna and her stalker. That's that's what I can yeah. say. Donna and her stalker. That's the kids' book version of it. <laughs> Donna and her stalker. Donna's stalker stalks, and he talks. And he cries. Yeah, and he talks and talks and talks. Uh, Donna's stalker shoots. What are you doing, sir? I'm looking something up. He's, he's on the computer while we're recording. Tell us, uh, tell us about the episode here. Okay. So we got a brand new... What the fuck? I have... You to- invited me to speak. I have to interrupt you at least a few times an episode. Um, we got a new home computer and home computron, and um, you know I'm I, I like using it. I'm sorry, but but you need to be here on the tape with I'm me. Here. I'm here. Focus. I'm, I'm yours. Uh huh. All right, let's go. So. Claire and Steve. How about that? Let's start there. Let's start with Claire and Steve. They're they're on some weird like retreat weekend with their parents. Yeah. I don't even understand the context I, of this. I kind of I, I missed it, but I think I think it's in that episode that isn't on uh the tape. Maybe. Maybe where they, they got introduced or started dating or whatever, but apparently Samantha Sanders. Samantha Sanders, Steve's mom. And Chancellor... And Arnold Arnold. Arnold. Arnold Squares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are dating. Are dating. And they both have a, alliterative names. They're on a trip with their kids. It's so weird. Let's go on a romantic weekend together now, now speak, with our children. Speaking as someone from a blended family... <laughs> What's that mean? It means that, like, my mom got remarried. Oh, and I had a teenage stepbrother. Okay. Like. Speaking from someone who's drank a blended martini. <laughs> okay, we had a drink before we recorded. Shut up. 
So yeah, you had a teenage stepbrother. What about him? I'm just saying, like that wouldn't work. Like what wouldn't the, work? You can't have the parents and the kids at the same time. It's one or the other. So you're saying if you and your stepbrother were fucking, I'm saying we wouldn't be able to because it would just fuck everything up because our parents were already fucking. Oh, I'm saying I think that they're right in the choice that they make. So wait a second, though. I have a question. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to be? No. Oh, my God. That's such a lie. Oh, my God. Shut up. Your face. You know, if, if we were talking theoretically, like, and you didn't know him and he didn't come over to dinner, then it'd be different. But I can't be like, oh, yeah, I want to fuck my stepbrother. Like, that's gross. But, um, I mean, we were, you know, <laughs> we were teenagers. Sure. We didn't grow up together, uh-huh. and yes, I thought he was cute. Okay. That's all. Good for you. One time, it was so embarrassing, I was telling my friend that I got a hug from him when he wasn't wearing a shirt mm-hmm. on the phone, mm-hmm. and then I heard a snicker and a click, and I was like, oh my God, he earned me. That's hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. So, continue. So... Talk about the episode. Samantha, I'm I'm trying, but you're derailing me. Okay. Samantha Sanders and yes. Chancellor Arnold together. Ew. Weird, right? It is weird. Like, it's like mixing your vegetables and dessert. <laughs> Who's the dessert in this, in this? Samantha Sanders. You think so? Well, yeah, she's way better looking than he is. I guess. I don't know that I consider her dessert. But I mean, like... He's definitely vegetables. She's a low rent dessert. <laughs> She's like frozen yogurt. Wow. Yeah, like yeah, kind of okay dessert. That's mean. What? I, she's she's not... old. I mean, like, whatever. She's still pretty. She's fine. I wouldn't say she's, like, hot. She's, you know, could be your mom, so I don't blame you. For not thinking she's hot. Okay. But I'm just saying, I think that for her age, she's probably really pretty. Fine. Anyway, and she's an actress, and she's rich, so she's got a lot of things going for her. Chancellor, Ar- Chancellor Arnold is a Nobel Prize winner or whatever. Okay, yeah, he's rich too. But um, he's not an actress. That's true. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he's definitely Brussels sprouts. He's just a chancellor. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I'm saying, I think it would be really hard to have a situation where the parents and the kids were together. I don't think that's natural. I don't think that works. I, yeah. I mean, the I think the only way it can work is if the kids are together first. Like this situation. Like this situation, yeah. But it is weird. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't really go. What I want to know is, is Kelly's mom and David's dad back together? Are they still divorced? Like, what the fuck is going on there? They were dating. They were divorced. They were divorced, and then they started dating again. And then they just dropped it. Hmm. And, like, they never appear anymore. And I have no idea what the fuck's going on with either of them. I have a question. Who's more attractive? Samantha Sanders or uh, Kelly's mom? I think Kelly's mom's prettier, in my opinion. Okay. They're very similar looking. They are. They're both 80s mom. 
cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the nineties, so it's kind of not great. <laughs> they're both uh, they're both Betty White style. There moms. you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're not. They're no Rue McClanahan. <laughs> now Betty White was hot when she was younger. I, I I don't know. I haven't seen any Betty White hotness. <laughs> You'll need to share that with me. You should drink one every time before we record. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what's her name? Claire mm-hmm. is being her normal bratty, self-centered self. Boiled, yeah. I I don't want them together. And we we're not like and, and Steve's all like, oh man, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun tonight, Claire. And she's like, yeah, we're not we're not staying together. Because we don't, I don't want our parents sleeping together. Yeah, and he's like, "What are you talking about? You want our parents having sex? Yeah, I ho- I hope they do. I hope we have sex." He's like, "I'd be happy for them, right?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, I don't want." And then it, we hit the crux of the matter when they're eating dinner, and she goes, "She's taking my dad away," and he's like, "Away from who?" She's like, "Away from me." Yeah, that's so ridiculous. How long has her mom been out of the picture? I wonder. Well, her mom died, I think, if we go back to the princes, princes who adore <laughs> you, uh, that she kissed and never told Steve about. Um, I believe she was like 16, 15 or 16 years old when her mom died. So it hasn't been that long. Yeah. I don't think this is right. It's probably five or six years. Because, like, if she was super young or something, it would kind of make sense. Like, it's just been the two of them against the world or whatever. But, yeah, if she was a teenager, mm, it's kind of weird. Yeah, well, it was you and your mom against the world. What did it feel like when uh, your hot stepbrother and uh, (laughs) stepfather (laughs) came into the picture? I was uh, not happy. I felt kind of upset sometimes you were angry uh about it from what you've told me and do we need to unpack all my emotional baggage in this tape or could we maybe have this conversation later i guess we can have the conversation later but i just i I found it interesting (laughs) that you know you have a little perspective on this also you thought your stepdad was not attractive right oh god no not at all no 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 (laughs) He had this long face, like like the deputy dog, you know, like <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't even do it. My face is too cherubian and cute. But anyway, so she's being uh, like she's being right, and I guess they get wind of it or whatever. They they figure it out somehow. Her dad figures it out, I believe, because he's all in tune to her. <laughs> he's like, he says to Samantha, I'm sorry, we can't be together. Mm-hmm. It's our kids. They hate it. Right. Which, you know, is very, like, selfless of him, but also dumb because the kids are off together at college. So, I mean... He's kind of putting his happiness aside for no real reason because what's it really going to affect them? Because he knows what a bitch his daughter is and that she's just going to make his life miserable. So I was going to call him and be like, Dad, are you still dating her? Don't you love me? She is a bitch. I don't like her. I'm done with Claire. 
But yeah, so I mean, don't they? They choose not to be together for no stupid reason. <laughs> what? Wow! Like we were cuddling while we were watching this. You really fucking just like passed out, didn't you? I did. Did I miss them getting back together? Did I miss them choosing to be together? What happened? <laughs> Tell me the end of the story. Oh my god! So. <laughs> They he he says it to Claire to Steve's moms like you know like they hate it or whatever and the kids are in earshot so she comes up to her dad later and says I want you to be I want you to be happy I want you to be with her and everything oh yeah I and he's like oh that, that makes me so happy and he hugs her and then they they get back together so okay it's they're together okay so it is the weird situation yep <laughs> yep. Very weird situation. Just like this situation, doing this tape with you. <laughs> okay, so Donna. Well, wait, are there any other storylines? Are there? Valerie and that dude. Valerie, that dude, and Kelly. Okay. So, <laughs> Valerie. You look panicked. <laughs> Valerie tells the dude. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't like him dating Kelly. Right. That he should focus more on his job. Yep. And even kind of threatens him. That's right. And then he quits. So, yeah. He's, he's like, fuck you, I quit. Yeah. So, and I, I, what kind of relationship did she think is going to come from this? I don't know. Like, I think she's one of those fucked up people that really would get off on just using power over him to have sex 100%. with him. 100%. That's gross. Like she did with Ray. Yeah. It's gross. And then uh, Kelly invites him to come inside. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, maybe maybe somewhere else. I don't want you to get pregnant. Um, but he says, wow. he says, look, are you are you with me because you you're trying to fucking you hate Valerie or whatever? And she's like, I do hate her. And eventually she, basically she says, look, like like kind of what it was at first. That I was dating you to get to make just make her mad, but that's not what it is anymore. And he's like, "All right, you know." And he's like, "I'm I'm gonna see you later." So he does not come inside for sex. Right. She does. He he reacts uh, in a way that you look so confused. He <laughs> reacts in a way that I actually applaud because he says, Do, "Are you just with me because to make Valerie mad or whatever?" And she kisses him. She gives him a big kiss. And she's like, does that answer the question? He goes, no. (laughs) She did admit that the only reason she was with him at first, and this was to Brandon, I believe. It's to uh, Donna, actually. To Donna. um, Was to upset Valerie, but it's not about that anymore. Right. Literally something I just said, but yes, correct. Go ahead. Okay. You have any? You have any insight on this? Or? <laughs> I just think that's really shitty. I agree. Very shitty. Kelly is. I think. I think uh, the actress that plays Kelly, uh, Jeannie Garth, uh-huh. and Kelly is a character. Mm-hmm. I think both those entities, the one who plays her and her as a character, thinks that she's the good person. Right. And thinks that she's correct in how she's acting, what she's doing. Like, that she's justified in being a bitch to Valerie or whatever. 
but I think they're wrong. Oh, for sure. Both the actress and the character. I don't think that they understand what an asshole they are. Why do you think the actress is an asshole? No, I'm not saying the actress is an asshole. I'm saying the character is an asshole, but I think the character in the show doesn't realize she's an asshole, and I think the actress playing the character doesn't realize the character's an asshole. Oh, weird. I think she. I think the actress is convinced that her character is correct, and I think the character also thinks that, that she's correct, and I think they're both wrong. I think it's weird that you're ascribing anything to the actress's uh, point of view. The way that Jeannie Garth plays Kelly, I think she thinks she's justified. Or she just thinks that she would think she's justified. I don't think she's that good of an actress. <laughs> okay. If she if she really thinks that her character is a bitch and she's playing it this way, then she then she deserves an Emmy. She's fantastic then. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. All right. I kind of remember at the very beginning of the episode, like Brandon doing a really shitty job acting, but I can't remember what was going <laughs> you on. Did. You commented on how horrible it was. Because he was speaking like monotone with no passion, and he should have had passion, but I literally don't remember what they were talking about. I know you don't, honey. <laughs> it was one of the people that works at the station. Uh, the police searched him, like questioned him and searched his house or something like that because they questioned and searched everyone that was working at the studio uh, about Donna because they suspected that one of them might have been the stalker. Right. Uh, even though Donna is convinced it was Slan. And, God, it sounds like an alien's name. <laughs> it really does. Um, And so the one dude, the one camera dude is with the long hair, is pissed off. And he's like all, all acting angry and stuff like that. And Brandon's like, um, hey, we all, this happened to all of us. Like, you need to calm down or whatever. And he's like, uh, what the fuck? You like, you know, what you, you, you know, you, you think I deserve this or whatever? And like, and Brandon goes, no, but uh, I think I deserve to be called sir, you bastard or, or whatever. Yeah. And that's exactly how he says it. You bastard. Like, yeah. What? Nobody says you bastard like that. No. It's you bastard. Yeah. They say like, uh, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. Exactly. You bastards. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> anyway, so is that out of your throat now? The, the clearing? Is that good? I don't know. We'll have to see, won't we? Um. Anyway, so. So much more editing for me to do. They. Um, I live to make your life. I difficult. know you do. And you do a great job of it. So the rest of the storyline is really devoted to the fact that I was right. Yes. About who the stalker is. It's the other camera guy. The weird... I mean, he's like... He's normal-ish-esque looking. But the way they set everything up is that Donna is coming back to do her weather report. Right. And they're like, hey, we're going to act like nothing happened and everything and, and stuff. So she... Well, no, he suggests that. Yeah. He suggests that uh, they just, you know, don't don't make her feel weird. Just act like nothing happened, right. which I think is him trying to make like take the pressure off of himself. You think so? Yeah. All right. So she comes in, she's getting in hair and makeup and everything, and 
Uh, oh, there's David, too. David's uh, probably fucking some, some chick. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Some little groupie who asked him to listen to her tape like Chloe. an episode or two ago. Yeah, Chloe is her name. <clears throat> and Donna's very upset because she can tell that's probably happening. Chloe's over at David's house playing the piano and singing and everything. And he's like... Yeah, he invites her to his fucking recording studio in his house. Let me, let me show you this remix and everything. And... and um. Donna calls. And Chloe answers the phone. What the right. fuck is that? Do you want to talk to David? Uh, is David there? Yeah. Do you want to talk to him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she gives him the phone and, and she says, Donna's like, um, you know, uh, what the fuck, basically. Right. And he's like, nothing's going on. She's like, I don't have anything to worry about. I promise there's nothing to worry about. And she's like, mm, okay. And he's like, I, you know, I love you. And he's like, how about this weekend we, uh, you know, do whatever? And she's like, no, no, I don't need to put you out or whatever. And he was like, I'll tell you, like, we'll be done here soon. We'll come and have dinner. And she's like, I don't need a babysitter anymore, David. You don't need to do that. And then she, like, hangs up the phone. Yeah, it, it's no good. But, you know, he she's probably... She's upset because last time he was working with a woman in the music business, she, they fucked. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it does seem like he likes her, so. Yeah, I, it's, it's a tough situation. They just need to get married and have sex. And then I think he would probably be more loyal. Right. But so Donna then goes back in and Weirdo is like standing behind her and he's like, oh my God, you look so good. (laughs) And he's like, let me give you a kiss. And she's like, uh, and he like kisses her cheek. And and uh, she's like, you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did, didn't you like the flowers? And like, yeah, this was so fucked up. He starts talking about the, how great the sterling roses are, and like he starts talking about, and he's like, he's like, this isn't about the rat or like me trying to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you made me mad. I had to. And it's like, well, what the fuck? And before he gets to that point, like she's like, I don't, I didn't get any flowers. I didn't get any phone calls. If I, you sent me flowers. I didn't get them. Why did she lie about that? Well, no, I think that initially she was maybe in denial and just trying to be like, this isn't happening. This isn't, you know, because she wanted to think that he was normal and had been trying to get to her. Maybe. But then he went into the rat and everything. Then she was like, oh, fuck. Right. So uh, she runs over to Brandon and is like, Brandon, it's him. He's the one. Kill him. But he pulls out a gun. Yeah, he's got a gun. And he tells her to go lock the door. Yep. And like you said, Donna, run. Like, she should have because she's the one he cared about. Right. He would have, like, gone on a shooting spree. He would have just gone after her. Maybe. You think he would have gone on a shooting spree? Maybe he would have killed everyone in that room. I don't know. Eh. Out of anger. <laughs> but she does would've just. Would have been better for us. Right. She does just lock the door and go back. and yeah. And then we get. The majority of this episode, which is a hostage situation in in which nobody except for Donna looks scared. Yeah. It was really, really poorly done. Like, there was not a lot of suspense. No. Um, it just kind of dragged at points. Like There's, so, and when you're, okay, this is maybe, I don't know, I'm not an expert. So I'm not going to call this like a lesson or right, whatever because right. I'm not an expert. But uh, in general, television for television, uh, the, you know they 
they set things up for speed. You need to write and produce a, an episode of television every week, essentially. So it's not like a movie. Uh, things are set up for speed. Uh, lighting, for instance. Instead of having complicated lighting with shadow and things like that, like things you can do on a movie playing with uh, you know shadow and different illuminations and things like that, TV lighting is generally flat and even. Uh, it's there to to show as much as possible to just for clarity essentially just flat even lighting it's easy to work with it's easy to set up it's easy to shoot it's easy to match things um so it's just it's very easy three, traditional three camera setup you know camera in the front two cameras on the side you you get all the angles you can edit things how how you want to that's how most television is shot that's mostly how 90210 is shot. However, that works in sitcoms, that works in dramas a lot of times too, or soap opera type stuff like this. But when you're drastically changing the tone into a much more tense situation like this is, more attention should be paid to the cinematography. Okay. If they had lit this differently, more shadowy, uh, you know, more dramatically, more cinematically, if they had used different camera angles, this, it would have heightened the tension hmm. of this. Instead, it looks very flat. Yes. And a lot of the acting is and, very flat. Well, that's the thing, too. The acting does not carry this. No. So, it, well, Brandon especially, like, I don't know what was going on with Jason Priestley this episode. Yeah. Was he on some kind of fucking drugs? Because he know. has no emotion the whole time. Right. And he's right there, front row seat to all of it. But, yeah, it just, it sucks the life out of the scene. Lighting it this way, and the acting being it this way, it just, it completely sucks life out of this whole situation. And it, yeah, it's just, it's not great. Yeah. But, so they, they're there, hostage negotiation, and so, you know, a bunch of cops show up, uh, cut off the air conditioning, turn on the heat, and it's like, okay. That's not going to do anything. That's stupid. Well, that, that helped them. That was part of their, their situation, right? And maybe that's, like, number one in the playbook. I don't know. But it's just, all of a sudden, we've got this fucking uh, police lieutenant showing up, and it's like... I was waiting for him to take over the the show, uh-huh. but he doesn't. He's no. just he's very much there in the background because they really wanted Donna and Jason Pre- and, and uh, what's his name, uh, Brandon. Mm-hmm. They wanted Donna and Brandon to save the day. They wanted right. them to save themselves. So eventually, this guy gets rid of all the hostages except Donna and Brandon. Yeah, and Donna. Is smart, I guess, kind in of. what she does, but it, I feel like it could have backfired on her. Yeah. Because um, he's been talking about wanting to take her to South America and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And so, like, she's all of a sudden, she's like, I, I see everything you've done for me. Right. I know. I know everything. And I, I, I wasn't able to see it before. He's like, What about your boyfriend? Oh, I'm 
been wanting to get out of that situation for a long time. Tell him, Brandon. Oh yeah, he wants. To, she wants to break up with David. In fact, um, she uh, she told me she had a crush on you. Right. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's such an idiot. Yeah. He's like, yeah. She wanted to invite you to the Valentine's Day party I'm having next week, and then he looks at the camera and he's like, preview. <laughs> the guy is obviously very delusional. That's the only reason that he would believe any of this. Right. Um, but she ends up fucking making out with him to distract him. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you don't, like, he's like, yeah, I don't believe you or whatever. And she gives, she's like, come here. And, like, she fucking kisses him. Big open mouth kiss. Oh, it was, yeah, like, this actor was probably like, fuck yeah, I kissed Dory Spelling. <laughs> you know, like, this is like high five with your buddy's time. And um, so she's like. She's like, does that convince you or whatever? He's like, oh my god, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> she said first of all, he, she, he's like, she's like, I want to kiss you, and he's like, kiss me, and, and she's like, no, not with a gun pointed at me, and which so was he, smart. So he puts the gun down. She kisses him, and then he's like, oh my god, yeah, and then like they kiss again because Brandon takes that long to go get the gun. Yeah, it's like Brandon, what go were get you the doing? Gun. Lubing up, like what the <laughs> fuck, man? Brandon was finishing in the control room. <laughs> Be right there, Tata. <laughs> um. So then, yeah, she kisses him the second time. Brandon finally comes out of the control room, and she kicks the gun away. And Brandon uh, fucking tackles the dude. Yeah, and, and she grabs the gun. Donna grabs the gun. Like, I, the police are Brandon like... Brandon could have just crept up and gotten the gun while right, they were kissing. Exactly. And I think that would have been a lot easier. Right. But whatever. And it's so funny, too, because the police are like... They're outside, and they're like, with flash grenades, we think we can get them. <laughs> and then they come storming in, no flash grenades. Well, because I think they saw that she had him, I guess. I, I guess. But then, like, know. Brandon just calmly hands the gun over and, and the dude's fucking handcuffed. And, and, and he's like, you said you wanted to be with me. And she's like, I lied. I lied. Then <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger showed up. It was really bad. Like, she was so... Stop you later. She's been so afraid all this time. Mm-hmm. And then they make her into the super confident badass in right. this episode. She fucking took charge. I just don't feel like it fit. Imagine, yes. Yeah, so this is the same character that last week was freaking out over, like, the alarm. Right. And this week she's like, I'm going to, you know, single-handedly, like, distract and disarm this man. And, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It's over. She saved herself. But they kept trying to get a hold of David. Kelly did. Because the guy's broadcasting all this on the news. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you're a fucking whore. Tell him you're a whore. You're, you're a liar. Right. Yeah. She was saying all kinds of shit. <laughs> and it's like, how did, like, uh, Dave, or uh, not David, uh, Brandon calls the police, calls 911. Uh-huh. But, like, he didn't have to. The, the, like, people would have called 911. Well, yeah, but that was at the very beginning before he'd even started broadcasting, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, he hadn't quite started broadcasting yet, but he wanted to. Yeah. He said, turn the cameras on. And it's like, it just, it seems weird. It's like Brandon calling the police, but it's like the police would have been notified yeah, very quickly. For sure. Um. But yeah, David's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So Kelly keeps trying to call him and he's not, yeah. So. Because he's fucking this girl. Yeah. <sighs> You think so? I think so. He's bent her over the piano. It's awful. Hit the high notes. Chloe. Chloe. Ugh. <sighs> so, then it ends, thankfully. Give me back season one and two. Oh, my God, I wish. 
<sighs> anyway. <clears throat> Give me back the woman being serially raped. Oh, God. Okay, not that episode. <laughs> it was better than this, though. It was. It was handled better and acted better than yes. this. Agreed. Because Shannon Doherty was there. And I'm sorry, everyone on 90210 that hates her, apparently. Uh, she was the best actress on the show. For sure. No offense, ladies. No. Well, take offense. That's fine. <laughs> but um, that's the episode. It is. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Uh-huh. And share the tapes with your friends. I will right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.